Hello and welcome to Kampu Junto's special CBJ binge episode for Stranger Things 2. I'm your host, Octavius A. Newman. I'm the creative director of Barefoot, and I'm here with my co-host, Adam J. Tetteris. Hey, just the J this time. We just keep it straight. Just keeping it straight, getting right into it. Yeah, I'm going to make a suggestion. I'm just going to go with Jack-O-Lantern. We did that one before. Did we? Yeah. I don't remember. It's been Adam Pumpkin Tetris. <laughs> that don't work. <laughs> Adam David S. Pumpkins. There it is. Okay. There, okay. There, there it is. We just changed it up that a doesn't. Bit. No, it doesn't work at well, all. Well, since this is a new format for the show, this yep. is a new thing that we're doing, why not just introduce a new thing? Yeah. Tell, this is this is CBJ binge, yeah. and what we're doing with these is we all know that binging is a part of the culture now. Binging mm-hmm. is a part of geek culture, mm-hmm. and we, as geek culture philosophers, we want to get in there and give our perspective and our thoughts on what everybody's watching in geek culture. And we that should thing, clarify too: the binging is 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 a word that's specific to uh, the, the streaming and Netflix, and yeah. Hulu, and and TV shows that you get all at the same time. That's so how like, we're, you know it's a word that's used other places, but that's what we're referring. to. Right. Let's just be straight. Let's like, clarify. Binge in 2017 for means, us right now means a, something a little bit different than what it was in the in the past. Yeah. It's a good thing now. Yeah. So that's a funny thing to navigate. Yeah. <laughs> so CBJ binge, what that ultimately means is we're binging a TV show. Yeah. And Stranger Things 2 just came out. Everybody on the internet's were talking about it. Mm-hmm. Everybody's watching it on Netflix. Netflix has changed the way we consume television now. That's right. I mean, streaming in general has changed the way we consume television. Netflix but- has made it so the way that we consume television is we unhinged our jaw and take all of it. Yes. Because it used to be even like, you know, Every week, new episode, mm-hmm. episode by episode. It was an event thing. We all yeah. had to come and sit down and watch it. And if you missed it, you just didn't see it. That's that's right. Until yeah. it came out on the box set, VHS, whatever, whatever. Yeah. However many millennia later. But now it's just a little bit different. Now it's just a little bit different. Let's just talk. Let's just talk about what's happening. Do, do you want, Adam's do you actually, mom. Do you really want Adam's to mom. We just have a window. Put this out. My mother. My we mother have a is outside. My mother is in the upside down right now. <laughs> so like while we're doing this show, right? My mom's. Is outside. Uh, There's this window we have in the studio where we record. I don't know what it is. She's like trying to show now us. Now she's taking something out right of a now. bag. This she's is great. It radio. Looks like this is a statue. What is or that? Sculpture is that a? Something. Is that a? Is that a goat? goat? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> This what? is great radio. I don't know. What is this? But welcome audience. to CBJ Binge. This wow. is what you have to look forward to. Everything's wrong. So <laughs> we binged. We are binging as a group. Yeah. Stranger Things 2. Mm-hmm. We actually are doing a new thing with this app called Rabbit mm-hmm. where we streamed and we group watched. Yeah. We had a watch party for right. Stranger Things. Yeah. So we watched episodes one through four. We had a little chat room in there as well. Yeah. Everybody had a great time. It was awesome. Link, in, link is going to be in the description mm-hmm. in the SoundCloud, all that iTunes and all that good stuff where you can check it out for our future binges. That's right. But we watched episode one through four. And after that, we decide we're going to sit down. We're going to talk about it. We're going to come back around for five through nine, and we're yeah. going to talk about that too. So this is part one mm-hmm. of our Stranger Things two CBJ binge review. And if you've listened to Comic Book Junto before, this is going to be a little bit like a one shot. Yeah, it's just this is a one shot that comprises of four episodes. Yeah, several episodes, half of the season of this TV show. Yeah. We thought we would condense this a little bit. We don't want to do episode by episode and we, send you this. We, we thought about it. We that. were considering that. And that's a lot. It is a lot. And we didn't want to, you know, hit you with this salvo. In the way my schedule is set up. It you know ain't I mean? happening. It, had, it's just not like we that. Haven't, we haven't quite reached our, our goal yet. But I do want to take an opportunity to say this episode of CBJ Binge is brought to you by... The Patreon subscribers. That is right. Shout out to everyone who is a member of the Campo Junto Patreon. We really appreciate you guys. You're helping us continue to move forward. And you're helping us continue to keep the Junto alive. So please, if you're listening to this, if you enjoy Campo Junto, number one, leave us five stars and a positive comment. You know, all that good stuff. But also consider being a Patreon member and pledging so that we can continue to help the, the Junto flourish. I've got to point out that uh, now that we do have the Patreon, we have subscribers and supporters in the Patreon. Well... Here we are doing a brand new style of show. We haven't done the CBJ binge before. We haven't really had the opportunity to do something like this before. So, you know, new stuff, new content, new formats mm-hmm. that is made possible by you, our supporters. Thank you. So thank you very much. And what's the mm-hmm. PBS what's the PBS thing uh, uh, we uh, remix in? It's this uh, what is it? It, it? PBS is paid for by viewers like you. Viewers and supporters like you. Something along we those lines. That. Yeah, no, we really did. We didn't do yeah, that. Yeah. That sound damn. Really got a ring to it. Yeah. So, 
<laughs> as they say on CBJ, CBJ, it's uh, uh what did, what did, it's uh, paid by uh, what did PBS say? Let's do it. What's the uh, thank you? Right. So anyway, let's get into this. We got episodes one through four that we're going to going into right now. And you said before we started, you got stuff to say. I have a lot of stuff to say. Okay, where you want to start? Well, one, I want to start by saying this is the second season of a TV show. If you haven't watched the first season of the TV show, do yourself a solid and watch that. Mm-hmm. There are a couple of people who joined us in our stream today who hadn't actually watched the first season, and you're going to be real lost. If you are not familiar for the, with the first season of this show, I also want to put up the spoiler wall because we're going to get into it. We're going to talk about the contents of episode one, two, three, and four. And we're going to talk about, you know, I guess by assuming you've seen the first season, we're going to talk about things that happened in the first season as well. So the spoiler wall is going up. If you are sticking with us past this warning, then you know what's going down. You know what time it is. So three, two, one. Spoilers. It's your fault. It's your fault. So now from here on out, mm-hmm. 100%, we are going all the way in on talking about this TV show, episodes one through four freely. And we're stopping episode four because yeah. we haven't seen anything else. That's right. So yeah. that's all we got to talk about. All right. So, so this gu- is the second season right. of Stranger Things, which was a huge surprise hit, I think, mm-hmm. for a lot of people. 2016. Like, where the hell did this show come from? Right. And when it hit, it's one of those rare things that makes a huge impact on the culture. It is Halloween time right now as we record this. Yes. So it is fitting that we have a show like this. Uh, and I'm, I'm looking around as as people are going out trick and treat trick or treating and like hitting parties. I see people dressed as Eleven. I see the Demi Gorgon. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we were you at, saw a Demi Gorgon. I've seen a Demi Gorgon. Did you run? Now, I mean, like I didn't go near it. Okay, I didn't get Fair closer enough. to That's it. Smart. I seen it. You did. Yeah. Okay. So there's that. And this this is a show that is be- it's become this cultural thing. Mm. It has left an impact. Why do you think that is? For a number of reasons. I, I think it's because well, okay, let me ch- let me change it. Uh-huh. Did does it do that for you? Absolutely. Why does Absolutely. it do it for you? Well, so I think it makes an impact on my life for the same, some of the same reasons why it does for other people. Uh, I grew up in the early Mm nineties, so I'm at least close enough to a lot of the things that are referenced in this show. Yeah. You know, this is a show that takes place in, I think, 1984. 84. Yes. And, uh, you born in 84? No, I was 87. Mm -hmm. So I was not around for a little bit. Yeah. But I'm very, very well familiar with the, with what was going on in, in, in the eighties as far as pop culture goes. So, you know, this this primarily deals with, you know, hallmarks from the 80s, Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. Terminators, and Dragons. Terminators, Terminators is in the movie theater at the time. Right. Um, they're, they've got like walkie talkies. Yeah. There's, there's even a really funny scene when um, two of the characters, Lucas and Dustin, mm-hmm. are like, Lucas is using binoculars mm-hmm. and Dustin's like, why do you need binoculars? And I'm saying to my wife, because they're cool is why. Yeah, it's it's not cool. about whether I can see or not. Exactly. It's about the fact that this is technology. Exactly. This is a cool thing to have. Yeah. Like gigantic walkie-talkies that you can't do anything with but hold in your hand. Yeah, but it's so dope. That was the do- that was like an amazing thing to have at that right. time. You couldn't text your friends, so you're doing recon. Right. I mean, like Dustin's riding around on his bicycle with the Xbox Live headset on right. his head. Right. So he can talk to his buddies. And, you know, like that is that is the kind of stuff that I was either doing or wanted to be doing mm-hmm. when I was a kid. Yeah. This touches on a lot of nostalgic factors. That's the word. And one of the things that I think that season two is doing in strides is it's figuring out its balance between telling an original story and hearkening back to the nostalgia. Yeah. I want to talk about nostalgia for a second yeah. because that's one of the things that really drew me in about this. Yeah. I love things that remind me of my childhood. Oh, yeah. And this, everything from the sound to the the texture they're playing dragon's lair at the arcade and the Even arcade the episode titles and yes yeah. and like the, the texture on the on on the artwork and yeah. the glow from and the typography and the way people are dressed and you know it's just all of these things remind me of what it was like in a lot of the things I wanted to do, even if I could or couldn't do them when I was a little kid. You know, my wife, I was watching my wife. She goes, would you be hanging out with these guys when you were that little? I'm like, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, my people. This is, this is, I wasn't, the, I wasn't a cool kid. Nah, we you geeks. know what I mean? I was an honorary member of a lot of different groups, but I was never like the guy, like the yeah. cool guy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like um, the character that we meet, 
very quickly when we're um uh I forget exactly what is his name. I'm looking through IMDb right now. One Who's, of the main characters. The guy no, the guy with the really cool car and he comes oh, Billy, up with Max. The bully. Yeah. Yeah, Billy like, got that stash. Though. I was never Billy. All of his power. Never. Yeah, but you knew a Billy. Oh, I definitely knew a Billy. Right, that's right. Yeah. And that's what it's about. Like so, you, you were aware of these the 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 tropes, the archetypes of these characters. Mm-hmm. I knew and that's what's Billy. cool. That's yeah. what's cool. You just said it. Every one of these characters I can relate to. Yeah. Not relate to. I, I I know. Like, I mean, like I'll I'll tell you the truth. In a lot of scenarios, I li- I lived like I said I was an honorary member of a lot of different groups. Mm-hmm. So I lived around all black people. Sure. I lived around all white people. I've lived around a mixed group of people. I've lived around people from different countries because I've gone to military school. Yeah. But I can relate in a sense to Lucas mm-hmm. being the one black kid. Yeah. Like the one black kid. When they have the moment where they're talking about Vinkman and Winston. Yeah, they're talking about doing like Ghostbusters and how they're saying, hey, Lucas, they're basically supposed to be the black character. Yeah. And Lucas actually goes, why? Cause he's you don't want to be him. Cause why? Cause he's black. Ooh, what? No, like, and I'm like, no. That's a, that's exactly why you want I Lucas love, to be him. I love because how he's Lucas the black is guy. On that too, and and Lucas is saying like nobody wants to be Winston, and they're pushing back on it. Like why? Why wouldn't you want to be Winston? And Lucas gives really really good reasons. Yes, not like, he does. Not like, and it wasn't even about because he's the only he's black. black. It's like because he's the corniest one. And he says he's he, nothing he does is funny. He's not the funny one. He joins the team late in the movie. He's not even a and scientist. He's not even a scientist. So if, yeah and and I'm listening to this I'm like <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, because I'm. I think about the way that I would choose my favorite character when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it was really just based on the color. So I was like, uh, my favorite color is red. Yeah, Raphael. Power Rangers. Of course, I'm Billy. So you know, like Blue Ranger. I guess I'm Billy. Mm-hmm. I'm not. You know, I don't want to be a Triceratops. I don't want to be the geek wearing denim coveralls the whole time. But like, you know, blue's my thing. So yeah, I wouldn't look good in yellow. I'm sorry, Trini. Yeah, no disrespect. But it's uh, that's a, but what I'm saying is that's a real moment. Yeah, that's a real yeah. moment where you're supposed to be the Black Ranger, Octavius, because yeah, Zach, you know, come on, man, right? Because you're the one Black guy, and yeah, he's the Black guy. Right. So, like, but what if I want to be the Red Ranger, White Ranger, Green Ranger? Yeah, well. This you is know, Lucas. This is Lucas showing up and saying, "Yo, the mammoth isn't even a dinosaur, man. <laughs> like all all mastodon? the other power ra- Yeah, the the mastodon. Ma- all the other power rangers, they got dinosaurs, man. That mastodon. What is that? Yeah, an elephant. I want to be a T Rex. I want to be a T Rex. Why can't I be a white tiger? Yeah, you know what I mean. I love it. Yeah, I love it. So we saw we're, we're we're shouting out characters. Let's give a little like recap of who some of our characters are here. Sure. So there's some people who are returning. So we got Will Byers who's coming back. Um, Lucas. Who are who are the main who are the main four people we got? Uh, we got Will, Lucas, Dustin, and Mike. Uh, and uh, now yeah. the, the show revolved in the first season anyway uh, the show revolved around the disappearance of, of Will right and everyone presumes that he's dead and of course he's not dead and he comes back and he's had a lot of experiences mm-hmm. in the upside down mm-hmm. he has this this connection to the upside down right. so now people are calling him zombie boy right and he's taking it on himself too he's referring to himself as zombie boy in a deprecating way mm-hmm. because he effectively came back from the dead yeah and that's now, how the rest of the rest of the uh, city or neighborhood sees them. And yeah. that's what's interesting about, you know, Hawkins is this is a like a town where everybody knows everybody and everybody's in everybody's business. Yeah, it's, so it's nobody it's, has privacy. It's like anywhereville in the East Coast, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, I don't know if you noticed, but there's a, a an episode when I think Bob mentions leaving Hawkins and he, he talks about, you know what, maybe I'll move to a place in Maine. And Maine is significant. That's where all of Stephen King's stories mm. take place. Interesting. So they, there's a lot I, of know, little the, Easter eggs the, like the that. Little things like that. You know, they're 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 showing that that wink at the audience that they know the language of this genre. Right. So when we come into episode one of Stranger Things two, um, we don't get introduced to our main four right away. No. We get like smash cut into a chase scene. Yeah. Which is like. Is this a movie they're watching? With that like is excellent eighties you know, van. Like yeah, yeah. Kai Green is one of the guys in the van. I don't know if you know who Kai Green is. Yeah, yeah. Kai Green is in there, and we see like this interesting chase scene. I'm like, this is a dream, or 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 the fellas are watching a TV show, or this is a movie they made, or something like that. And then you see Hopper, yeah, in the car. So like, oh no, so this is current. Yeah. So what's what's happening then? And there's this moment where you start to see there's this 
woman, girl, we don't know who it is, Mm -hmm. woman, girl, whichever one, Mm -hmm. who seems to be in charge. Mm -hmm. And as this whole chase scene is happening, she, like, focuses and balls her fist up. Yeah. And then they drive underneath this, like, overpass and everything crumbles and crushes and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And... You see her nose bleeding and she wipes her nose and you see 008. Was it 008 or was it just 8? Yeah. And you're, I was like, oh, yeah, there are, if there's another one, there, are, one, there yeah. are other ones. That's right. Now, since we're in episode four, we don't really know what that is. And that doesn't get readdressed through one through episode four. Did you did you catch it? Not yet, but it, it's very exciting that this is the way that they start. You know, you, you're going into the second season of this show. Yeah. And you have to wonder, you know, what, what threads are they going to pull on? Mm-hmm. What story are they going to tell? Right. And it's interesting to think, well, wait, if there's an 11, does that mean that there were one, two, three, four, five, six, her? seven, eight M's are there in my bank account? Aft- exactly. 21. Are there 21 of these <laughs> superpower people <laughs> right. running around? Right. Uh, so it's 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 very interesting to think about that because now that changes the landscape. Are all of them imprisoned? Have they died? What did they go through? What's yeah. their story? Are they did good? Stop Are at eleven. Bad? Is it like eleven where she was trying to figure out how to be good and join the, you know the the team of the boys? Right. Or is it in this case someone who's using her powers to rob a bank or something along these lines? It's very high octane. It's really exciting. You also notice that the the crumbling that she made happen, all that. As it turns out, didn't really happen. Didn't really happen. It was she affected the mind of the police officer driving the car. Have we seen Eleven do that? No. So that's interesting too. What's that about? I don't know. That's new. Yeah. So of course, you know, like Carr thinks perceive the guy thinks he's going to crash into all this rubble. Gets out, swerves, and sees there's nothing actually there. Swerve, swerve, and his uh, partner gets out of the car. Like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. And that's, you know, now we, we have some tricks up our sleeves. In the four episodes that you and I have seen, I haven't seen any evidence of how we get to this. Right. Not yet. Right. But I can't wait yeah. to so, find more. So let's talk about what, like, so what some of our characters are doing right now. Do we so, want to break it down, like, episode by, ep- by episode? How do, all right, how let's do, do, that. do that. Let's let's start with episode one. Let's read a little recap and let's go from there. So the sure. recap via IMDB for episode one says, um, uh, actually... No, no, that's not it. I'm in the wrong place. Going back. I got it. You got it? Yeah, yeah. So chapter one is called Mad Max. Mm -hmm. Oh, I have it. Here we go. Uh As the town preps for Halloween, a high-scoring rival shakes things up at the arcade, and a skeptical hopper, which is, you know, is he like the chief, sheriff, whatever you call Uh, him? Yeah, he's called the sheriff. Yeah, sheriff? I don't think they have a sheriff. Chief Hellboy. Chief, okay. Um, Hopper inspects a field of rotting pumpkins. That's right. So we, we see the fellas... And that's the main four. They're at the arcade. Mm-hmm. When I saw them at the arcade, I was like, oh, the arcade. Playing Dragon's Lair. Put your quarter up. Mm-hmm. You ever put your quarter up? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Anybody ever disrespect your quarter? Uh, not that I can recall. Okay. And no one who lived to see that. Okay, the, so the we don't even need to day. talk about that. No, no. We because just, there's we no evidence. You up. can't confirm nor deny. That's right. Nor do you know. Joe, you're just going to want to bleep that whole Yeah, leave that whole situation right. out because people are still looking for you on that. Yeah, they're, they're, they're looking for the, uh, the suspect in the Dance Dance Revolution crime mm. of 2004. Mm. It ain't me. Don't cross. the one. I, I wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, so... The guys are playing, playing, uh, what game were they playing? Dragon's Lair. Dragon's Lair. Yeah. And apparently somebody beat the high score on some other, what's the other game? Dig Dug. Dig Dug. Yeah. And it says Mad Max. And Mad they're Max. like trying to figure out who is Mad Max, who is this person. Yeah. And that's kind of where they start there. And another thing that happens is we're seeing um, an interaction between another couple of our main characters, which is Nancy Wheeler. Which is the sister of Mike, mm-hmm. and uh, who's the guy? Steve. Steve is uh, her boyfriend. Nancy's yeah. boyfriend. He was kind of the jerk character, the bully in the first mm-hmm. season, but he came around. Yeah, yeah. He got that good hair. He, he's got <laughs> he got a mane on his head. He's got eighties hair. Yeah, he really does. Yeah, he really does. So they, the two of them are struggling with their own thing, which is you know they're trying to commemorate their friend that they lost in season one, Barb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. Uh, they know the truth of what happened. They know that Barb bit it. She mm-hmm. is dead. Yeah. But Barb's parents are committed to finding her. Right. Almost, I think, inspired by the the revival of Will, 
Well, Will died. Will, Will, Will came back. He came back. Maybe Barb can so come back. So we're just going to find the people who can find our Barb. Barb took it Now, out. secretly, Nance and Steve know. And Steve is is more than comfortable to just sit on that information. Because, you know, what's going to happen if we start talking about the things that we've seen? The Demigorgon. Right. The Upside Down. Right. That secret, shadowy organization. Yeah, this is a town that... for us. This is a town that... There are some people who know some stuff that went down. Yeah. And the town's kind of just going like, shh, 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 right. let's just act like nothing ever happened. And Nancy is not comfortable. She ain't with, this. with it. Yeah, she can't sleep at night on that. And how does that like? How does that affect you? Like, how does that strike you? That whole idea of it's in the past. Don't worry about. It. Let's move forward. And the conversation that Nancy has with Steve when they go to visit Barb's parents. Mm-hmm. One, I I didn't expect to be so moved by seeing the shrine to Barb, but yeah. I was. I'm like, damn. She R- did. R.I.P. You see the kids, She did. You know, the, her photos through the years and her yeah. parents are just yeah. like, Again, nice. great job on the creative direction. Absolutely. Because all those photos look old. Yeah. They don't look like, hey, let's take a current photo. Like They look like, it looks like a house would look from, you would assume from 84. Right. Yeah. So um, I, I empathize with the conflict here because on one side, Nancy has the answer. She doesn't want Barb's parents to suffer. And and continue to suffer with this pursuit that's going to bring nothing to right, them. Right. And I, I empathize that the truth teller, you know, the person who wants to set things straight, yeah. I don't want to be holding secrets. But at the same time, Steve brings up an excellent point. You're going to sacrifice your safety, your family. My safety. My safety. Everybody's safety. I mean, like, it, you, we don't know what we might dig up if yeah. we start sharing what we have uh, experienced. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that 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 hits me. I understand that conflict. I'm not yeah. sure how who's going to win in that one. It seems like by the end of episode four, well, Nancy is ready to share. Yeah, and we also got another thing that's going on with Jim. Jim rolls up, and there's rolls up to the, the precinct, the station, whatever, yeah. and as soon as he walks in, he's got a guy who's yelling and screaming at him, talking about Russians, and there's yeah. this girl who's doing all this stuff, and, you know, he's the, like, he's Hopper's the, like, look here, man. He's I the quack, you know? Yeah, yeah, the town quack. There's like, right. this guy, no ridiculous. One's paying attention. And when, you're, when I'm seeing Hopper at this point, I'm like, well, Hopper, you, you, you've been to the Upside Down. Why are you acting like he's crazy? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, and... We find out later on why that happens is because right. ultimately Hopper has been housing Eleven. That's right. And the whole deal between him and who we find out to be later on is Dr. Owens. Paul Reiser. They got a deal. Mm-hmm. Dr. Owens and them, they got this building, the place where I guess Eleven was in the past and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And apparently at least one through Eleven, maybe even more were, look, Dr. Owens, you do your stuff. Mm-hmm. You keep, keep it away from my town. I keep things quiet in the town. Mm-hmm. That's the deal. Yeah. So that's, but at the same times, Hopper is like housing and protecting and almost, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Hiding. Yeah. 11. Yeah. Yeah. So he has to do a little bit of theater. Of yeah. Not believing the quack. Yeah. Even though that guy comes in and he's, you know, he's, he's got some truth to it. Yeah. He might be mixing up the details a mm-hmm. little bit, but he ain't wrong. Something right. is afoot. Yeah. So, and and meanwhile, Paul Reiser is keeping secrets. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doctor Owen, Owens, something like that. Something like I'm that. Just going to call him Paul Reiser. So uh, he's he's keeping secrets, and he's saying, "Look, all the people who were responsible for the first seasons, misgivings, they gone. All those accidents. They're dead. I'm the good right guy. Here. They don't work. Hey, we're good. And then it pans out. And we see that you know Joyce and Hopper and and uh, uh, Doctor Owens are all being watched. Yeah. by a group. Every time they bring Will in, mm-hmm. they're they're filming it, they're watching it, and they're doing something back there, doing something behind closed doors. It seems like they still have access into the Upside Down. And we this, find this, out that's like exactly what's going inverted on. Inverted nether realm, and they go in there and they're, what do they say? They, they're burning the weeds. Yeah. Like they're it, like not le- allowing it to creep into our world, but something leaked. Yeah. And it seems like what has happened is, because what, what Dr. Owen says is at some point, they made a mistake. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they cracked open an opening between the upside down and the current realm. And yeah. now it's seeping into our area, but they keep burning it back. Yeah. And that's what we find out is that the Demigorgon yeah. is sensitive to heat. That's right. And all the stuff over there in the upside down is sensitive to heat. That's right. So that's the whole deal. That's the whole situation. 
Mad Max also introduces us to another character, the titular character, a woman named Mad Max, or a girl, I should mm-hmm. say. She's a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's new in Hawkins. Yep, so she doesn't know what's going on. Mm-mm. And she is the, I'm u- using air quotes here, sister to the bully, Billy. Great point, because we don't exactly know what Billy's background is. Nuh-uh. We don't exactly know what Max's background is. We just know that her name is Maxine. She doesn't like to be called that. And this interaction between her and Billy is like, we're family now. Right. And we got to look out. I have to look out for you. And he just seems super duper hype. Like Billy, overly hyper mask, like overly hyperly masculine. Yeah, with this cool car and he's always playing skins when they're doing but he's basketball always and he's angry. a jerk and he's, he's a, yeah, he's a womanizer. He's, you know, he's that classic Well, well hold on. Did bully. we see him be a womanizer? Well, it's the... I don't think we actually saw him interact we, with we any women. We haven't seen it, but he's used language to tell people that he is. Has he? Yeah. What'd he say? I mean, he was in the shower with uh, uh, with Steve and he said something along the lines of, uh, uh, there's so many bitches in the sea. I'll leave some for you. Mm. And he's going out of his way to say, I get it. It's mine. All of it is mine. Yeah. And in the very beginning of the the uh, first episode, we see Billy pull up in his car and he gets out and uh, the three girls standing by and be like, damn, who's that? Yeah. Look at that. Look at that stash. And they're w- looking at him as he's walking away. Mm-hmm. So he's meant to be this like. They're not talking about his mustache, nah, by no, the way. No, no, no. They're they, talking about they, other no. things. Yeah. But he's, you know, he he is aware of this effect that he has on people. And it does seem like, it seems a little theatrical. Mm-hmm. Seems like he's putting on a little bit. It's interesting to see how that unfolds. That's right. And Max, still trying to figure out what that relationship is. Not sure. Because, you know, she seems to be like, loner, leave me alone, don't bother me. I got this under control. You know, I'm the new... Because, you know, even when she shows up in the classroom, all the fellas turn and look at her. And there's this weird moment because it seems like at first the whole thing is... Lucas and Dustin are trying to figure out if she's Mad Max, if she's the one who has the high score. Yeah. Um, and they walk up, they talk to her, and in that moment of talking to her, they, you know, Lucas, I mean, du- uh, Dustin invites them to come, go, her go trick-or-treating with them and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And we finally get a chance to hear her talk and get a chance, get an idea of what her personality is. Mm-hmm. And... She seems to be pretty cool. Yeah. She just needed to find the right crew to roll with. Yeah, and she doesn't trust people right now. It seems like she's a little bit skittish. She reminds me a lot of Bev from It. Hmm. Bev is yeah, the, the, yeah. the girl but, you know, who joins the losers. Yeah, yeah, they're doing that kind of For sure. old school. There's a lot of tropes in this. They're doing it on purpose. Yeah. You know, the design, the, the way I'm the design of this show is it's yeah, it's supposed to yes, think of it. Right. Please, yes, please do right. think of it. We're trying to get you to think of that. Right. You know, right. even totally a little off topic, but on topic, there's a moment when Dr. O is like, what's your favorite candy? Reese's Pieces. And I'm like, E.T. E. Yeah. That's a callback to E.T. E. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. And even the whole moment where, well, we haven't gotten into Dart yet, right. but we might as well talk about it. D'Artagnan reminds me of Slimer a little bit. Yeah, that whole, there's a whole situation where <laughs> your man Dustin finds out that there's something rattling in his trash can. Uh-huh. And this young man, knucklehead, yeah. decides that he's going to put it in the trap Yeah, of his, you know... It bees in the trap. Be- bees it in is. the trap. He puts it in the trap, and he turns it into a pet. Isn't that what a little kid would do? Isn't yeah. that what a middle, school, middle schooler would do? This is, this is super, super, super similar to Gremlins. Mm. It reminds me so much yes. of Gremlins. Yes. Oh, I got my hands on and what does Mogwai. He do? Feed, I got to like, feed it. I got to take care of it uh-huh. and all uh-huh. that kind of stuff. And then it starts doing some things and it's transforming. And even when it starts acting strange. Growing people, another player of legs. And people are telling you that this is a mess. And you're still like, yeah, but it's my, oh, friends. On, man, it's my pet. It's all good. Yeah. yeah. So this, you know, clearly this is the way that this is building up. But, you know, what this is proving to me is this show does focus a lot on that nostalgia, the nostalgic feeling, reliving your childhood, reliving the pop culture yeah. of your childhood, the things that you liked when you were a kid. Yeah. Maybe not the things you experienced, but. What the show is doing so far in four episodes is it's showing me that it has an original story to tell. What's that? It's balancing that well. Well, I'm not entirely sure what the story is going to be mm-hmm. altogether, but it's showing me things that are both uh, uh, 
old and refreshing and familiar and brand new and really exciting. Every time we see the, the, uh, upside down. I'm into it. When we talk about the monster, I'm into it. When we're talking about the vines and the plague and killing the pumpkins and Will the Wise and his true sight, all of this stuff seems new while at the same time hearkening back to something I know. And it reminds me of the Star Wars movie that came out, not most recently. New Hope? Uh, New Hope is Force not a Awakens. good movie. Force, you know what? Don't even go there. New Hope Don't is not even, a good movie. You can't, you can't just plant that bomb. In is the it a of good movie? Episode. Yes or no? Yes, it's it an is excellent not. movie. Adam, this is not the episode for that. Adam. This, is, this is not the battleground it is, for it that. It is. We're talking about this is not the battleground for that. Octavius. All right. No. Where does Rogue One go? Um, let me climb out of this. Where does Rogue One right go? What, what? Where does? Let's, let's just do this. Where? Let's move on. We got listeners. Where does Rogue right One go? Like, what the hell? I thought this was about Stranger Things. Episode one, two, three. Where's Rogue One? It, it goes in a place. Three point five. Go ahead. Believe. Go ahead. No way. Three point five. I will never concede. Well, I'll never back down. The internet disagrees with you. <laughs> the, the, the whole internet? Yes. No. I pulled it. Y'all a bunch of trolls. Okay? <laughs> Rogue One is yeah. 2.5. Carry Go, on. Yeah, get back to the upside down. I don't know how things work over hey. there with your hey. chronology. Hey. But I, I know how it works. And some people are right, as they say. And, and other people wrong. are Octavian. <laughs> <laughs> Look, what I'm getting at is I, I remember when a new Star Wars came out, when J.J. Abrams releases uh, Force Awakens. Right. It's so exciting because finally we have Star Wars again. Mm -hmm. We're returning to this franchise. And it was a lot of fun. But one of the problems that I experienced with Force Awakens is how much time we spend in reference to the older movies. Right. And at sometimes it feels like this is really just one big wink or one long series of winks mm -hmm. to the audience. Mm -hmm. Like so, it, so it feels like Command C, Command V. Com yes, yes. Copy and, for those who are non Mac users. That's copy and paste. And it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Don't get me wrong. But at the end of it, you're like, well, not a lot of that was new. Mm -hmm. Not a lot of that was original, mm -hmm. fresh. And I feel like Stranger Things season two is giving me a better balance. You know what it's of doing? Those two things. What's that? It's remixing. It is remixing. It's copy, remix, innovate. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing new under the sun. Yeah, flip it and reverse it. Exactly. That's what's exactly. Yeah. All it is, I mean, you know what it is? It's sampling. It's why we like Kanye West, yeah. the old Kanye. Yeah. You know, it's taking something old, but you don't literally command C, command V. You take the old thing and you take. 10 old things. Yeah. You take a piece of this, a piece of that, a bit of this, a bit of that. You change the color. You put it from left to right, from up to down. You layer this on top of that. You twist that. And then you put a little bit of your own personal style, your own little bit of background. Yeah. After you have you copy the old thing, you remix it with other things. And then the innovation is, look at this new thing. Yeah. It's just 15 old things right. put right. together in a new way. So there's nothing new. The only thing that's new is your take on old stuff. Although I would you know say, what I'm saying? I, I would say that Stranger Things season two is, it's giving me enough that feels new. So I don't feel like uh, all we're doing is talking about old stuff. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. I'm not, uh, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say that Stranger Things 2 is just old stuff. Oh, word. What I'm saying is they're doing a great job of remixing old stuff. I would say so. You yeah. know what I mean? I would say so. So like, Will Byers is like, the one mm -hmm. in the sense of like, he's the one kid who gets sucked into the TV. Yeah. He's the one kid. Who, Kicking it with E.T. Yeah. He's yeah. just the one kid. And you know, we had 11 who was the one girl. And now Matt, Max is the one girl, but now we have the relationship where there's jealousy between 11 and Max. We got to see just a glimpse of that. Yeah. when 11 is out when she's not supposed to. Yeah. And she sees the way that Max is now part of the group. Yeah. She ain't having it. Yeah. And we even got a situation where Mike has like beef with yeah. Max because he doesn't want to replace Eleven. And there's this weird situation. Mike where, has a special connection to Eleven. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. who trying to connect with. And the other thing is Hopper's relationship with Eleven. Yeah. That father, daughter, like surrogate kind of thing. I'm here to keep you safe. My job is to teach you, feed you, keep you safe. Yeah. And 11 being like, you say, I can go soon. When is soon? Yeah. That whole interaction was like, as a new father, it's like, wow, that seems real. Mm -hmm. I'm not there yet, mm -hmm. but it seems real. It seems like I'm trying to protect you. I'm trying to take care of you. I'm trying to look after you. 
but there's a certain point where looked at you can't hold her back there's a moment where you can't yell out enough you can't threaten enough you can't take enough stuff away mm -hmm. to keep her in the house mm -hmm. but they do it in a supernatural way so that's why i'm saying he didn't create father daughter or father surrogate father daughter interactions yeah of course but he's remixing it in a way that's like oh so what if i take like the 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 super powered chosen one character, but the surrogate father and daughter thing, and then the whole old trope of like I'm overprotective father trying to keep you safe because I love it, you because I love you, but then I mix it with you know telepath like you know all of those things that that's I'm gonna take five different things, mm -hmm. mix them together, and I'm gonna lay them out in a way that makes you go, whoa, yeah, this is great. But mm -hmm. if I bet you if you ask the Duffer Brothers, they're like, yeah. We lifted it all. We, yeah, it's totally old yeah. stuff. But this right. is really just an homage to things we love when we're growing up. Yeah. And that's why you love it. Right. Bullseye. Right. Achievement unlocked. Yeah. You feel like you can relate. That's why. Because we can relate. Because we're all, we all saw the same things. These and, aren't new stories. No. And, and now in, in 2017, it's, it feels good to revisit a time that felt more simple. And I know that I can say that because I'm, I'm 30, so I didn't get to live all of the, the trauma of 1984. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm not sure what that was like, what, what everyone was concerned about you weren't in Hawkins. at that time. I wasn't in Hawkins, mm -hmm. and I wasn't, I wasn't around. You were in Schwizzleville. That's right. I was in Schwizzleville, you know. <laughs> Swizzling. Yeah. As you do. But like swizzling with the swizzlers. Right now, what it feels like is I, I get to revisit a time when things felt easier, right? See, it just seems more simple. Mm -hmm. Oh, we got Radio Shack back in the day. Yo. Let's go cop some RC cars and coaxial cables. That's old all they got. RF old units. School, Come on. Now. Old school typography. Use that JVC. Yeah. The, the, old, the old tiny VHS tape that you need the adapter to put in with the bigger VHS tape. Oh, that's tape. a VHS C. So, that's so you got to right put there. it inside the right. one joint, and then after that, you got to actually put it, and you need the red, yellow, and the white cable yeah. so that you can, like, and all, even him filming. Being Bob filming, I love and being Bob. Like, talk to me about Bob. I love Bob because Bob gave the worst advice to it that <laughs> you could possibly ever give. Well, to Will Byers, he okay. done got he done got Will Byers effed up because he out here <laughs> listening to Bob. Well, okay, so look, the, he's Bob. Just like uh, Bob's in on it. Bob, you think Bob's in on Bob it? might be in on it. Mm. You think he's a plant? Where Bob come from? I don't know. Okay. Exactly. But he's also Think talk, about it. He's talking about, about leaving it. Hawkins. Who else talking about leaving Hawkins? Think about it. Where did Bob come from? Hmm. Bob, like, didn't they used to, like, be into each other in high school or something like that? Or middle school recall. or something? I think it was something like that. Sure. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh -huh. Hot take alert. Okay. Wish we had an NPC so we could be like, <laughs> Like, hot take alert. Tracks on. Yeah. Sure. I think Bob maybe is from this shadowy organization. What he, did Bob tell Will to do? Stand and face it. Right? Don't run from it. And we see what happened there. What happened when that? Will has become a, a, a conduit for the upside down now. So it, when Bob gave this advice... You know, when Bob told him to stand the day, there, what, Baldo, what did you think? When, yeah, yeah, when he's talking about Baldo and he, he tells Baldo to go away, stand and face it, don't run, and Baldo goes away. And then Does Bob look like what, he's standing up to Pennywise, do you? No, no, and Bob admits, you know, that it, that was not something, you know what, oh, dang, I think Bob is in on it. My man. Bob said, man, you know what I like about you? You punch back. It's just the smaller guys, we never... You know, we always get beat up on. And it seemed like he went Again, somewhere. Just a little bit of it theater. It seemed like he here. went somewhere. So, look, they, now we have some ah. themes here. Hopper Hopper is putting on, pretending so people don't let on to what he really knows. Right. Nancy and Steve are putting on, pretending so they don't let on to what they really know. Mm -hmm. We see the same thing with Paul Reiser's character, Dr. Owens. Yep. He's putting on. Yeah. We're seeing the same thing with... Uh, uh, what I think I'm making uh, just a hypothesis here. I think we're seeing the same thing with Billy. Mm -hmm. Billy is he's acting on. like somebody he's not. That's right. And even the relationship between Billy and Max. Yeah, it's like their brother. No, they don't actually say it, but it's kind of. And also the whole thing of I love 
we stopped at a really good point. Yeah. Because we get left, we have all these cliffhangers, we have all these things that are unanswered and unsettled. Answer, yeah. yeah. We got so we gotta watch the last five last what was it, five episodes we got left? That's right, five. Um the whole thing of like, why did we come here? Why are we here now? Have we even met their parents? No, Do they have yet. parents? It's who knows. You know, like why? Like, why has all of this happened? It's your fault. It's not my fault. It's your fault. Mm-hmm. And this whole back and forth thing. Mm-hmm. Have we even seen Billy and Max's home? Mm, Do they have yet. a home? Not yet. They, they, yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Well, so that that really paints Bob in a different light because yeah. he was doing this this parallel of what Hopper is doing. Bob is trying to integrate into a family that is not his own. Yeah, not not. Uh, um, he wasn't part of this family before this season. So he's trying to get close to the kids. He's trying mm-hmm. to get close to uh, Joyce. He wants mm-hmm. to show people that he's trustworthy. Mm-hmm. He's showing that he's this real, uh, he's this real milk toast. He's a real plain guy, but he's a fun guy. And look, I love Dracula. Hope I it love- doesn't suck. Yeah, right. That sort of thing. Get Bob out of here. Right. Hope it doesn't suck. Huh? Hmm. Bob Mobile. Bob, he's like a Stepford boyfriend. Dang, yo, shoot. Okay, that cracks. Now you got to keep. I'm very excited because you got to remember what are the Duffer brothers doing? They're giving us old school tropes. Yeah, you've told me what planet am I on? Remember, I asked all the time. Okay, wait, what planet is this? Where am I at? Okay, we're in old school, you know, '80s movie planet, right? Yeah. Yeah, right. There's there's something going on. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. all of the pumpkins everywhere are getting eaten up and turned into trash and all that kind of stuff. And something's happening with the upside down where it's expanding and growing and developing and, you know, and somehow yeah. it's getting burnt back. Here's my theory. Let's just go. Let's go right to the theories. Let's go to it. My theory is that Will Byers. Uh-huh. We know he brought something back from the upside down. Yeah. Because in the episode one, spoilers, as you should know. Literally brought something he back. He literally regurgitated a small upside down slug. A creature. Which uh, we have found out is now D'Artagnan. <sighs> Dart. And your man. <sighs> yeah. Your man, Dustin. <laughs> has decided <laughs> to befriend this thing and feed it nougat. That right. That's right. Uh-huh. And it grew. It grew legs. It ate the cat. It's, shed it's, skin. It's, it's on some Alf shit. Yo, it ain't the it, cat. Yo, it's, it's, you think that's a callback to Alf? Maybe. Yeah, it ain't Mew Mew. What Man. up? Yeah. And like everybody, like he's he's holding back secrets. Alexis, my wife, is going, I feel like the group is breaking up. I don't like that. This is classic sequel, though. Yeah. This is classic sequel. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking uh, immediately of Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Mm. First movie, the gang gets together. Yeah. Second movie, the gang breaks apart. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly where we are right now. We start introducing distance and yeah. people feel like they're longing for one another and they, they need to fight to get back to one another. Yeah, Eleven is out there yeah. trying to figure it out. You know, Mike is upset trying yeah. to figure out what's going on and Matt, he and Max are having this weird moment. Yeah. Um, you got Dustin who's who's out there trying Keeping to just keep the secret of Dart. Of Dart. Um, you've got Lucas who's trying to figure out what's going on with Max and like, we want you to be part of the group, but it, there's stuff that you can't know that we can't tell Can you. Can we talk about Lucas's sister for a second? Yo. Favorite character. <laughs> You're such a nerd. <laughs> Shut up. That face. She's like, <laughs> it's true. Nerd. I love it. That face. That, that was, was great. so fun. I love the whole sequence of everybody's moms taking pictures mm-hmm. of the kids. And they show up. Nobody, nobody else is dressed. Nobody else. That's dressed. such little kid. Like, cause you know what's funny? I can recognize, like, I am an adult. Yeah. Because my logic immediately was like, so? Yeah. And then I had to, no, 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 you're a grown man. These are middle schoolers. That's extremely embarrassing. Oh, yeah. That's extremely. No one else is in the You know Halloween what's embarrassing? Costume. Your parents coming to pick you up is embarrassing. That's right. You know what I mean? You show up in a full Ghostbusters outfit, Proton Packs included. <laughs> And no one else is dressed up. You are yeah. mortified. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, but I'm just like, man, whatever. You Wear know, that. Come cosplay. on, man. Come but you on. also got to remember 84, it ain't cool to be no geek. No, absolutely. Dress up as a Ghostbuster. Absolutely. It's cool to cosplay now. Yeah. It wasn't cool to cosplay back then. Right. You can literally show up to school dressed as a Ghostbuster. You might get love. Yo, yeah. These days. Absolutely. Yeah. You go viral. Yeah. <laughs> like, like something would come of it. But yeah. That's just not how things were. Absolutely not how things and were. And Will... 
is off by himself with his with his uh, mom. Yeah, trying to he's having the visions again, and he stood up to the thing like you know we're seeing a beast that is way larger. Than, than a demigod. demigod, but it's not a physical. It's like no, a it's like tornado, a storm. right? A shadow. And it and uh, when when Will did take Bob's advice and try to stand up to this thing, it inhabited him, and now he's connected to it's it in his eye. It's in his eyes. It's in his body. It's all up in his face. It likes it cold, and it, it can. He he keeps talking about how he feels like he has memories in his mind that aren't his, but they're not old <sighs> memories. They're now memories. He knows things that he didn't know before. So he he has this connection to the upside down, and it's like the upside down was really just looking for a vehicle. Mm. It needed a vessel, and it got it. Yeah, we have these different things that are encroaching into our world. One, we get the vines below the pumpkins. The Those thing, are tunnels. Yeah, the tunnels. Yeah, right. The, the 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 ways for something to travel in and out of our world. And in the last episode that we stopped on, we saw Hopper dig down into one of those tunnels, and when he emerges, that fool is upside down. Ugh. So that's now it's closer. You than can it's dig ever down been to in. the upside down. You can dig down to the upside down. Absolutely. And we also have Dart. Which is the the creature, the the manifestation of the demigorgon? It's a demigorgon. It's a demigorgon. It's a little demigorgon. Yeah, and you've we been have seeing Will. a demigorgon, three musketeers. That's what I'm saying, Dustin. Did you not just live through the first season? You got. I was a year ago. I'm gonna tell you something right now. I'll be so mad if I was Dustin's friend. Yeah. You mean to tell me we all just went through all this, and there's a tiny little slug, and you think? It's a tadpole. Right. He grew legs in front of us. Right. Right. We're saying that we need this to help Will. Yeah. And you at home feeding it cats? Yeah. <laughs> well, we don't know what's going to happen now. Because now that... You don't know what's going to happen well, now? Now that now that Dustin has seen Adam, that he ate his cat... You don't know what's going to happen now? Well, I mean, what's what's going to happen now is it's out of his control. He's done. He 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 done raised it, and it's it's over. By the way, great reveal when the full face opens up. Yeah, because you because there's a part of me that's like it's something from the upside down. Of course, you know it's a thing, but I didn't know it was a demigorgon. Yeah. until that moment happened. Right, right, and it's just like yo, yeah, run. Meanwhile, Eleven, we got to touch on Eleven's journey. Eleven mm-hmm. is curious about her past. Oh, what about my mom? Where did huge, I come from? Do I have moment. a mom? Yeah. Huge moment. Yeah. Huge moment when, when she's digging through papers that she finds in Hopper's crib. Mm-hmm. Come to find out her mom was in some way, shape, or form. She was stolen from her mom mm-hmm. and put in a part of this program or something like that. Yeah. And somehow she can now connect to, is that the upside down? Like, where is that? Not tell, sure. Tell it telekinetically connect to like there's an old lady rocking in a chair yeah where is her mom somewhere yeah like, not sure or is that a memory or, yeah. or what is that but it's what what she's capable of doing now is uh putting on using, a, a daredevil mask using yeah putting on it or the she's putting on the blackout congregation official merchandise there the it is official blindfold there it is and she's capable of uh connecting with people through electronics through we've seen her connect through a television through christmas lights through walkie talkies and mike is looking for her and she gets so close to connecting with mike through the tv static through the electronics but for the first time, we see a new version of that. Mm-hmm. She connects through a photograph. Mm-hmm. Now, that's significant because we're playing up the, the Radio Shack electronics, yeah, yeah. the JVC movie Yo, camera. Bob works at Radio Shack. Bob works at Radio Shack. Bob is a plant. I, I can see it now. He's an insider. We, planned, we spent an entire sequence of, of scenes with the boys having photos taken of them. And so, you know, the the cameras, the photographs are mm. now a part of this. And Bob's camera yeah. went to the upside down. That is right. When yeah. Will saw, or, or the in-between or whatever that is. Yeah, we saw that Will could basically be scared into 
the upside down. Yo, how like you if, he, scare if he went through so bad, they go to another <laughs> yeah, dimension. In the, in the you rabbit, scare somebody like... to another dimension. That's wild. <laughs> That's only happened to me like one time before, and it was last week while I was playing the Evil Within two. <laughs> like, oh, like, oh, oh, oh no! I woke up in the game. I was on the other side of the TV. <laughs> Let me out of here! <laughs> Help! Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. This. I'm. I'm very happy. And it's it's fun to watch this show, and it's cool to do the binge. And I knew we were going to do you know half today, half tomorrow, so we could do this episode right now. But as soon as we got to the end of episode four, I'm like, okay, let's let me let me just, just get one more, get that last let's one, get in. that one more. Let's just go ahead and see what happens next. Yeah. That's why it was a good place to stop. Yes, it was. We were trying to figure out where should we stop. Yeah, and we were trying to find what felt like the climax, like felt like the cliffhanger. Episode four is the cliffhanger. Yeah. So. Let's go. What do you think is next? What do I think? Where, is where do next? you think we're going? I can start. Bob, I see you, Bob. We're gonna see some some devious Bob stuff. I see you, Bob. Uh huh. Bob is not. I don't think Bob's arc is. I'm just the nice kind of like, you know, clueless guy. Yeah, there there ain't for no not for nine hours of television. There ain't no Fargo character. And at the end of the that. show, I'm just like, oh, whoa! I'm glad everybody's okay. Right. Like. I think Bob is in it somehow. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's that. I think at some point we're going to see eight again. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm interested in Billy. Yeah. And Max. Yeah. What's going on with that? I wonder. I wonder why they I, left. I don't know. I you don't know? know. They seem like fostered kids or maybe maybe it's like a a protection program mm. where they've been relocated to protect them. Mm. Like put, let's put them in a small town where nothing's happening or maybe they're also plants. Maybe they also came from the shadowy organization and they and they're there because they're in the age range to hang out with these kids. I don't think that's it. No, who knows? Who knows? That, my my only prediction right now Bob's in on it. Got you. That's what I got. I can see that. What you got? Uh, well, I'm most interested in what's going to happen with Nancy and Barb's mom. Mm-hmm. Because Nancy made a phone call and said, I haven't been honest with you. Mm-hmm. I haven't told you the truth. And this is the truth. And then Nancy and Steve get themselves caught up and taken to the organization. Purposefully. Purposefully, where they're just given everything. They, they I mean, like, they just... Re- they, I'm classic, like, I, I'm, I got a wire on me. I mean, yeah, yeah. And they, they record it. Now they have a tape of this admission that mm. these people messed up and mm. they have all this information. And I think they're going to try to bring it to Barb's mom. They're going to get stopped. I think... You don't think they're going to make it? No. I think, I think they're under more surveillance than they think. I think they believe they're being clever, but they're being watched in every way. So, you ever get the feeling you was being watched? Yeah. Yeah, all the time, in fact. Yeah. Yeah, as a matter of fact. Black Mirror. Black Mirror. This is feeling like, you know, Black Mirror is a great show, and it it was on Netflix most recently. Uh, Like, that whole season was just for Netflix. And I love the feeling of watching that because the new concepts, and it's interesting. But Black Mirror is all dread and... Oof! Yeah, every episode, is like, every episode is like our future is terrible. Yeah, and it, Stranger Things is like the opposite, where instead of looking into the future, we're looking into the past. And even though a lot of dreadful things are happening, mm-hmm. I'm so into it. Yes, I'm just happy. An interesting thing: we're both, you and I, are both watching Mindhunter. Yeah, and what an emotional switch, dude! Because Mindhunter is dope, but yeah. Mindhunter is heavy. Yeah, woo! I just finished Mindhunter. All of it. All of it. Yeah, it is. Ah, ouch. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really good. And I want to say, I want to clarify, it's totally worth your time. Mm-hmm. But Some people is, are saying best show of the year. It's graphic. It's dense. It is upsetting. And Stranger Things is like refreshing. Ain't like that. Yeah. And it's, it is a mystery. Mm-hmm. It is a whodunit. It is a, you know... Like family town, it's kind of got a bit of even, you know, the whole town is focused on one thing. It's got a little bit of it, yeah, feeling to it. It's Absolutely. got, but it's also got a little bit of Friday Night Lights to it as well, in mm. the sense of like, you know, this is a small town and everybody knows everybody. Yeah, you know, so I'm I'm having a great time. Yeah, I'm looking forward to going to episode five. I'm looking I forward to wait. going to episode five with everybody else. Mm-hmm. So. 
We're picking it up tomorrow with episode five, going through episode nine. Thank you for everybody who joined on the the rabbit watch party for CBJ Binge for Stranger Things 2, episodes one through four. Mm-hmm. If you like this, leave the comments in SoundCloud. Send us an email, compokjunto at barefruit.com. Tweet at us, at Octavius A. Newman, at Adam Tedris, at Junto. Let us know what your thoughts are on Stranger Things, episodes one through four. If you've seen them all, whatever, you'll have another episode, part two of this coming up very shortly. And um, this has been fun. It's been fantastic. You want to do this again? Yeah, I can't wait to do this again. I know, uh, I think the next time we will have, apart from finishing this show and doing Mm. another episode like this one, uh, the next Netflix show would be The Punisher, I believe. I think so. So we'll do it. I hope that one provides just as much fun and suspense. Uh, So I do want to do it again. And uh, I got to say... Stranger Things landing right now is so well-timed for the season because mm. I haven't really been in the Halloween vibe. Right. I haven't really gotten there for me. Well, you dress up in costumes all the time. Yeah, so all the no time. So it's you. really just, you know, it's it's passe for yeah. me. It's just yeah. like a week night. Mm-hmm. But I'm watching this show. I'm enjoying it. I go yeah. outside, cool, fall, brisk air, mm-hmm. leaves are turning, and I ride in my bike over here, and I see people walking down the streets in their costumes with their families doing their thing, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, I'm like, man, something is something weird is afoot. There's some weird business. Don't uh, Pico's going to g- go digging down into the street. You're going to go into the upside down. Get out of there, Pico. Or Ninja Turtles. Yeah, who knows? I yeah. don't know. But it, it's like... That all of those spooky fall seasonal vibes, they just got their teeth in me. Well, you know, that's why they dropped it right around Halloween. Oh, yeah. Because I know. it's timely, because they know, I'm telling you, that's why binging is a part of the culture now. Right. They didn't drop this going, hey, well, you know, check it out for Christmas. We're going to have our Christmas episode kind of land right around Christmas. They're like, we're going to drop a whole series that's surrounded around a period of like, what, two, three, four days? Yeah, maybe so. You know, like that. and we're going to drop it. On the weekend right. of Halloween. So right. it's it's right at the right time. And we know the large majority of people are going to watch all nine hours of this show in one or two or three shots. Right. Perfect. I'm thankful. We're giving you a nine-hour movie. I'm thankful for that timing because it's. It, I really, really feel like the same way you watch a Christmas movie and you get into the mood. You're like, yeah, it's Christmas time. I just watched Home Alone. I just watched Die Hard. Yeah. It's Christmas time. Yeah. Now I'm watching Stranger Things and I'm like, yeah. It's Halloween. It's fall. It's here, and I'm part of it. Mm-hmm. It's great. Having a great time. Yeah. Easy peasy. There it is. Mm-hmm. And if I could just use Bob's technique with my debt. <laughs> yeah. If I could just look at my debt and go, go away. That's right. Go away. If I could just use Bob's go technique. Away. And all my debt were to leave? For 45. Woo. If I could just show up. Uh, right in front of the White House. You can't do I'm that. I'm going to stare at that Baldo the Clown mm. and say, go away. Go away! More than likely a giant storm monster. <laughs> yeah, right. Of, of, <laughs> with, a, with a blonde wig will come out and go, yeah. listen, you know what time it is. That's right. It's all going down. Well, instead of being like Will, Your where I going get, nowhere. Instead of getting true sight. Also, remember, I would feel it's dumb. forty-five in this piece. <laughs> no, why is he talking like that? Because I'm a giant orange storm monster oh, with yeah. a blonde hair wig on. <laughs> yeah, okay. Demigorgons, get busy. Right. Yeah. It's forty-five in this piece. I'll just have this tornado of like of racism and misogyny inhabit my body. I'm like, no. <laughs> no! <laughs> I like it cold. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Trash. You know what it's hitting for. Trash. Mike Pence, let's do this thing. <laughs> no. Just get him out of here. Let's let's be done with this. Let's uh, let's have the only I'm orange. joining the rabbit tree. <laughs> I don't want to talk to that jack-o'-lantern I'll no more. I'll be in there. No more. This is my holiday. Get out of here. There's a bunch of uh, pumpkins. Be gone. Be gone. I need I need to, I need full candy bars. <laughs> Send us out of here, Octavius. <laughs> I got need to eject. It's like <laughs> I'll be back for part two. <laughs> Look, you, you can't, y'all can't see where we are right now, but I just flip the glass and I'm pushing a giant red button that says eject. I'm like, get me out of this simulation. I want out. Pull the plug. Oh man, somebody scared you into Trump's <laughs> upside down. <laughs>
I'm everywhere. All right. So that's it. Thank you guys for listening with us. Thank you guys for binging with us. Thank you guys for watching with us. Part two coming up soon. Um, again, tweet at us at comic book junto at Octavius A. Newman at Adam Tedderis. Send us emails, comic book junto at barefruit.com. That's B three A R um, F R U I T. Did I do it right? Comic book junto. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know what it is. That's I said it. That's the time. Um, and also leave us voicemails 215-948-2742. We'll see you for part two. We love y'all. Until next time, peace. <laughs>